0: Morning. 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 I want to start with reading Hebrews 11, starting halfway through verse 35. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with a sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. That's right. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. This is a brief description the Lord gives us in Scripture about the martyrs and some of the things that they had to endure. Uh, and I don't want to take away from the theme with the martyrs I want to present today. I want to focus on their faith, but through a, a brother asking me the question, how many were killed During those dark ages, I want us to understand the magnitude of what happened during the dark ages. Over 1,260 years of papal persecutions, it's popularly estimated anywhere from 50 to 68 million were tortured and killed by the Roman Catholic Church for heresy. To put that number into perspective, the entire population of South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, In Virginia combined is about 67 million. The entire population of California and Texas is also about 67 million. In 2017, the entire population of the United Kingdom was 66 million. So over 1,260 years, just to to understand the magnitude of the event that we're considering, we only get a few accounts. Only so many of them were written down. Some that died in prison were never recorded. Thank you, Lord. So I want to present two men. Their circumstances are unrelated other than that they were persecuted by the Catholic Church. Uh, There's no connection between the two men, but there's one one thing that bridges these two men, and that's the faith, the boldness, the steadfastness, the courage, the cheerfulness, and hope they had in their Savior Jesus (coughs) Christ in a future kingdom that gave them the strength to endure it and gave them the boldness to cheerfully go to death, knowing they were doing it for Christ. Amen. The first one, his name is Faninus. He was a learned layman by reading controversial books and became of the Reformed religion. <clears throat> Any information being exhibited against the Pope, he was apprehended and cast into prison. His wife, children, relations, and friends visited him in his confinement and so far wrought upon his mind that he renounced his faith, and obtained his release. But he was no sooner free from confinement than his mind felt the heaviest of chains, the weight of a guilty conscience. His horrors were so great that he found them insupportable until he had returned from his apostasy and declared himself fully convinced of the errors of the Church of Rome. To make amends for his falling off, he now openly and strenuously did all he could to make converts to Protestantism, and was pretty successful in his endeavours. These proceedings occasioned his second imprisonment, but he had his life, but when he had his life offered him, if he would recant again, this proposal he rejected with disdain, saying that he scorned life upon such terms. Being asked why he would obstinately, obstinately persist in his opinions and leave his wife and children in distress, he replied, "I shall not leave them in distress." I have recommended them to the care of an excellent trustee. Amen. What trustee? said the person who had asked the question with some surprise, to which Faninus answered, Jesus Christ is the trustee I mean, Amen. and I think I could not commit them to the care of a better. Amen. On the day of execution, he appeared remarkably cheerful, which one observing said, It is strange you should appear so merry upon such an occasion. When Jesus Christ himself, just before his death, was in such agonies that he sweated blood and water. To which Faninus replied, Christ sustained all matter of pangs and conflicts with hell and death on our accounts. And thus, by his sufferings, freed those who really believe in him from the fear of them. Right. Amen. Amen. His body was then burnt to ashes and then scattered about the wind. What faith! that he approached that with an his sureness in his Savior, Jesus Christ, remembering his death upon his own death, and the result of what Christ's sufferings did for us, really freeing us from the bonds of death and the fear of it. The second man I want to present is Anthony Rossetti. He was a citizen of Venice, and he was apprehended for being a Protestant and then sentenced to be drowned. A few days previous to the time appointed for his execution, his son went to see him and begged him to recant. That his life might be saved and his self not be left fatherless to which the father replied a good christian is bound to relinquish not only goods and children but life itself for the glory of his redeemer therefore i am resolved to sacrifice everything in this transitory world for the sake of salvation in a world that will last to eternity the lords of venice likewise sent word to him that if he would embrace the roman catholic religion they would not only give him his life but redeem a considerable estate which he had mortgaged and freely present him with it. This, however, he absolutely refused to comply with, sending word to the nobles that he valued his soul beyond all other considerations, and being told that a fellow prisoner named Francis Sega had recanted. His answer was, if he has forsaken God, I pity him, but I shall continue steadfast in my duty. Amen. Finding all endeavors to persuade him to renounce his faith ineffectual, he was executed according to his sentence, dying cheerfully and recommending his soul fervently to the Almighty. What Rossetti had been told concerning the apostasy of Francis Sega was absolutely false, for he had never offered to recant, but steadfastly persisted in his faith and was executed a few days after Rossetti in the very same manner. Lord, Help us, Lord, if we would ever find ourselves in such a situation that our faith would be so strong and our steadfastness in your Son so great that we would respond similarly.